What's happening, fam? It's your boy Sherrod, and welcome to another podcast episode of Behind the Grind, powered by Sherrod Speaks, where each episode I have a conversation. I go behind the scenes to talk to individuals like you and I that are making impact with their influence and making change happen in the places around us. My goal is to encourage, to inspire, to motivate, give you everything that you need, the faith, the fuel, the ammunition, whatever it takes to get you on your journey as you push through and grind through behind the grind. Let's go. All right, well, welcome back to this podcast episode. Um, We are back at it and we're so glad to be back with you. I am your host, Sherrod Schuler, and once again, we're here to bring you another powerful episode on Behind the Grind. You know, we've been focusing specifically on the theme of family. There's different components to family, and so we're going to continue to have that conversation. This particular episode, we have invited uh, the first lady, I would say, the first lady of my home. Uh, my wife, Bridget Schuler, is being in the grind seat today, and we're going to talk to her Um, We're going to talk today and we're going to specifically the theme is about partnership or more so um, how to work together, how to adjust together is the theme of this conversation. Um, It's a very great conversation regardless. I just love talking to my wife and, you know, I'm impressed with her skill and her knowledge on things. And so she will share that shortly. Um, But just want to continue to show, you know, we're going to be continuing to make some adjustments and some changes even to the podcast, right? So going forward, we'll continue to try to give a theme thought from time to time. We'll continue to have guests and we'll bring them in and have them on the program. But I do want to share, there will be times where there may not be guests on the podcast to keep the podcast flowing. We'll continue to show up and we'll provide some nuggets, some, some, some nuggets that Um, that we can share with you when it's impressed on our hearts. Um, Just know during this COVID has taught us a lot of different things. Sometimes we can have guests with us, but you know, now with the social distance, all the different things going on, we have been forced to shift a little bit and use Zoom and different platforms uh, to interview our guests. And then sometimes there's just, um, you know, the people that we want to bring on the program, sometimes they are out doing their grind and doing the things that they're supposed to do. So sometimes it's hard to coordinate and to connect with those individuals. But nonetheless, we're going to continue to give you uh, content that will bless you. Um, if you like this program and you feel that it is something that can benefit others, please share, 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 like, subscribe, do all of those things. Those things are very beneficial to us all. Comment. Um, And let us know what we're doing. Um, Well, without further ado, I want to get you into this uh, episode with my wife, Bridget Schuler. Here we are on Behind the Grind. Let's get it. All right. Well, welcome back to Behind the Grind. I am your host today, uh, Sherrod Schuler. And I have a special guest, one of the most special guests I could have on my program. I have my wife that has joined me in the grind seat today. Uh, she's brought herself to the grind table today. <laughs> did you bring yourself to the table? I did. I brought myself. You brought your whole self? My whole self. No entanglements, right? No entanglements. <laughs> I'm in the green. <laughs> but I have brought my beautiful wife. I am so glad I brought my beautiful wife to the program, Bridget Schuler is on the program today. Welcome to Behind the Grind. Thank you, sweetie. Well, I shouldn't tell you to welcome because this is your program, too. <laughs> welcome. How are you, though? I'm great. 
Right, thank you're looking you beautiful. Oh, thanks. <laughs> you had your beauty sleep today. I did. Huh? I well, did. You can tell. I can tell. All right. <laughs> well, anywho, today we decided we <laughs> would uh, connect and talk. I think it's um, a, a, a good theme that we're on, and we're talking about family. Um, the last episode, which was a few weeks ago, we were talking about fathers. This week, I wanted to, to talk about family in the theme of partnership with husband and wife, right? Just really that whole dynamic of husband and wife. There's a lot going on today um, where there's a struggle, there's a tug of war from time to time with couples. So I figured we could just just talk, chop it up, talk about how couples, and particularly ourselves, how can we work together, um, adjust together? That's really the theme what we wanted to talk about is how to adjust together. Because I we use the word adjust because uh, as you may uh, put in your mind when you first start off in this journey of relationship, marriage, yeah. you you don't really have a clue how this thing is going to turn, how it's going to twist, what's going to happen, what's going to come next. You really make a vow, right, mm-hmm. to be with that person. Um, and, yeah, you may have what you think is going to happen, but you look back and you're like, wait a minute, this that didn't quite happen that way maybe at this mark, right, or whatever right. the case may be. Right. Something in the big scheme of things happened that way. Don't get me wrong, possibly. But the little things, right, that you weren't planning for, the curveballs, this, that, or the other, uh, someone losing a job, someone um, um, parent or someone getting sick, uh, a lot of different dynamics, children, um, uh, job changes. There's so many things moving. Like in our case, we've moved quite a bit. We have. <laughs> yeah, we have. Out the gate. Out the gate. And it wasn't by design, right? Right. So things happen along the way. And how do couples stay prepared for that? How do they stay in the game for that? But still maintain the journey of purpose and mission. How do they do that, babe? Well, I think one of the things um, that helps couples to be able to adjust together is to not have a norm in mind. Mm. And so what I mean by that is, you know, we read a lot of books, which we should. Yeah, yeah. And we, um, you know, look at our friends, you know, that are in our age group or some that are older. And, right. And we think, oh, this is the norm or this is how I should do it. Right. When in actuality, it's not. Right. Um, you can take little um, bits and pieces from other relationships right. or little, you know, and great nuggets out of books. Right. But you really have to come up with your own design for your for your marriage. Hmm. So your marriage is literally a puzzle. Hmm. And so it's your job as a couple to, to put in the pieces that work for your puzzle. To make it come together. Exactly. And yeah. to make it come together. So everybody's pieces in That's their good. puzzle might not fit in yours. That's good. But if you can come together with what actually works for yours, yeah. then you're able to adjust together. I love that. I love that. The way you described it as a puzzle, puzzle. I don't know if you've ever put together a puzzle, but most of the... Well, the pieces aren't the same. You won't find two pieces alike. They're not the same. So a lot of times it is good, like you said, for others to share their experiences because you can Mm -hmm. still pull some things away from it. But those puzzle pieces that come together are going to be completely different than these puzzle pieces that come together. Mm -hmm. Right. We all come from because God has made us so um, beautifully designed and uniquely made and all that great Mm -hmm. stuff. We are all unique. But at the same time, there may be some similarities here and there, but we're going to be a little different. And, and it's important that we identify your partnership 
mm-hmm. and how that works together. So I, the way you describe yeah. that is really, wow, that was good. I knew I got the right person <laughs> behind the ground with me, my special guest. By the way, she got a little background in counseling, so I let her counsel today. <laughs> but no, it's the pieces. Yes, the pieces that come together. So let's talk about that because we're not the same. Um, and when it comes to partnership, like we described, there's a lot of things that may come up along the way. What is the driving force that you, you think that helps keep you grounded, right? Or in this relationship or any relationship uh, per se, what keeps you grounded that, you know, I know we have our moments where we feel like flying off the handle at each other, don't get me wrong, but what keeps, keeps you grounded? Like saying, Hey, let me stick to this. Let me stick to the script. Let me stick to what the plan is. Well, so what keeps me grounded and what keeps me, you know, together Mm -hmm. when things don't necessarily go the way that I want them Mm -hmm. to go Mm -hmm. is to literally, literally just remember that I myself Mm -hmm. am not perfect. Oh, so it's, did y'all hear that? (laughs) I'm going to say that one. No, No, that's what I love about my wife. She's so, she's, she's good at it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, but seriously, I do. I have to remember, you know, for myself that I myself am not perfect. So it is very easy to be self-righteous. Mm. It is very easy to, you know, believe yeah. that you are doing absolutely everything right mm. and that the other person is the problem. Mm. And if the other person did this, this right, <laughs> then this would be this would be great. This yeah. would be perfect. Yeah. But in actuality, if you take a step back yeah. and actually look at the picture, um, it is possible that you might need to be the one mm-hmm. to make the adjustment. And sometimes mm-hmm. even if the other person is wrong, mm-hmm. you still might need to make the adjustment, mm-hmm. even if it's just so that that person can even see or to help the other person understand. Because again, this is a partnership. Mm-hmm. We are here as a team mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And so whatever I have to do as a team member to get us back on track we do. is what we do. That's good. It's not necessarily about me making you. Because you're responsible in, in, in the end, truthfully, for yourself. That's true. And I'm responsible for me and for my actions. So whatever it is that I have to do mm-hmm. to get us back on track has to be the focus. Mm-hmm. And so we it's, it's very easy to make the focus the other person mm-hmm. and make the other person the fault and the other person the blame and the other person if they did this or if they did that. Mm-hmm. But you also have to remember, take a step back. Hey, I'm not necessarily perfect mm-hmm. either. There are some mistakes that I made. You know, I might have said that a little in a tone that wasn't quite right. <laughs> also, you know, I might have, right. I might should have not rolled my eyes. Right. You know, so there are some things, you know, that you do have to keep everything in its proper perspective. Mm. And just remember, it takes two to tango. Yeah. And both good and bad. I like I like what you're saying, too. I think when it comes to these things, the first thing is to kind of be self-aware of where you are, like you yeah. said. I think you, that's critical for partnership. Before you get to, because we love, we love to do that real quick to say, well, if this person to do this, then if they just this, then everything's going to be perfect. No, what, what, what can you own? What can you, you know, what what ownership can you take or bring to the, the table? And I've found myself a lot of times ready to be like, well, you know, in this case, you know, we mm-hmm. can always say, well, if she did this here, right? 
everything. And sometimes God has to tap me on the shoulder and say, she's doing this and she's doing that. And she's adjusting here. But when you going to make an adjustment, you know what I mean? What adjustment are you going to make right through here? (laughs) Everybody can't expect one side to, to always adjust. There are going to be moments and, you know, don't get me wrong. There may be, they may be that moment that they need to adjust. But how many times does God require you to make some adjustments, right? right. And I think sometimes as God, us men, and I may be speaking out of place, I don't know, but sometimes we just always, uh, and some, not always, we may assume that if, they, if the, our spouse did X, Y, and Z, right, that everything would be perfect. But we're not willing to make any adjustments. We just we get bullheaded or stubborn in our own ways, and we're not willing to make adjustments. But I think those adjustments, if we're willing to make adjustments, we'll find more uh, a way of getting things accomplished that we never thought could get accomplished if we make some adjust- focus more of the attention on ourselves of making adjustments mm-hmm. than the person, our, our spouse, of making adjustments. Would, would you agree? I agree. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I agree. I think that makes a lot of sense. I mean, you do have to take the eye off of the other person mm-hmm. and really put the focus on yourself. Yeah. What is it that you can do right. to forward the relationship? Right. Now, you know, we, we've, we can, we can talk about it, how easy it is to adjust, but let's just be real. Sometimes it's hard, you know, mm-hmm. thinking of in, in context of, you know, I, I know you're a very uh, detail oriented person. And uh, mm-hmm. I might not be as detail oriented and may not be as um, precise as you. Uh, however, we're both in, in, um, introverted, right? Mm-hmm. So we both think first before we respond. But you may be a little more detailed than me. And I may be what they may call <laughs> on spontaneous, not so right. much spontaneous, but thinking on the fly because um, I might be more oriented to uh, make adjustments as they come. How do you, let's just be honest. How does a person like you, adjust, how do you make adjustments in this case when you're wired down that road and I am have the tendency to do all these other things as far as making a last minute decision potentially or <laughs> making a, a in the moment decision? How do you handle that? Because I know you like things planned. Well, I, so you're right. I do. I like things planned. I like things detailed. I like things spelled out. I like to know mm-hmm. um, what my next steps are. I don't mm-hmm. like a whole lot of guesswork. Mm-hmm. Um, in my mind, I don't understand why we <laughs> out here guessing when we could have just taken the time <laughs> to just properly prepare. Yeah. So that is absolutely how I am wired. Mm-hmm. Where you are, you're not nowhere near loosey-goosey. Right, right. But at the same time, you are more of a, well, hey, let's just wait. Everything can't be planned. Sometimes you have to kind of right. move with the flow. Um, so one of the things that I have had to learn, even when we even if when we have um, heated conversations, mm-hmm. I can What you be, call intense fellowship. Right. Even when we, <laughs> we have, don't really have them. But. Right. Right. But, but, but seriously, even when we We'd be have, having it in our head. <laughs> we mostly probably have those in our heads. Versus I did say that to life. you, right? Did you hear that? No. Right. Right, but even in that, to where I can I can rip mine yeah. kind of off. Yeah, where you are, you know, I know that you're not gonna come back. I'm just a little slow in my responses. Right, but I know that you're very. Um, it's gonna take you some time, <laughs> and you need to think about it. Yeah. You need to process it, uh-huh. and I mean that's with anything. Uh-huh. I know, like with me, if I know that you know we are getting ready to buy a computer. Mm-hmm. 
So for me, I need, I'm, I'm thinking about the type, the kind, mm. what I need it for, what I need to do. I'm thinking all this out where you, you're just kind of like, well, hey, you know, <laughs> you know, we, you know, we're, we're going to, when we get there, we can look at it and we can do this. I don't and, know. They might have this new kind. Right. And, you, right. and you're thinking like that. Me, I've already got it. I'm narrowed down, but I'm learning yeah. though. I'm learning that everything doesn't have to be as planned. Mm-hmm. Everything doesn't have to be as detailed. And that there is strength in waiting. Mm. There is strength in not having everything so locked in and maybe even just Mm narrow-minded. There's strength in having a broad perspective on things. Mm -hmm. So I'm learning that from you. Mm -hmm. So in my shortcoming, that happens to be a strength of yours. Mm -hmm. And so although it is different from mine, Mm I'm looking at that and trying to, you know, learn from that and trying to capitalize on that because that actually is a strength. Yeah, it's it different. Yeah. So I can look at that and, you know, and I can turn that into something that is negative. But instead, I do try to turn that into something that is positive. I think it goes back to your your your, your point in the beginning about the puzzle pieces. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It, it, it's a part, it's, it, you know, it may be different, but it's a part that we need to connect, right? It's a part yeah. that we're you know, not necessarily missing, but it's that part that connects us together because it may be a little, the shapes are different, but ultimately they fit together at that moment. So with that being said, I, I, I bring that up about how you can handle, you know, being that kind of person, because a lot of us have our preferences, right? Mm-hmm. We have the preferences on how we see things, how we do things. But the truth of the matter, I think you said it before, um, if you got with another person that was exactly the same, how would you produce something, right? If, you, if, if, if both of us are both trying to play, not saying that you can't, I, I, I want to be clear on this. Not saying that two people that are very detail-oriented and very planned can't produce anything, but they still have to find where we fit together, would you say? Well, yeah, I do say that. I mean, I say that quite a bit, but in my mind... Um, yeah, you're right. If you have two people that are the same, you can still produce. Mm-hmm. But the way that I look at it is if you're going to be the same, mm-hmm. you really don't need the other person. That's true. Because I could have produced this. I can produce this with or without you. So technically, you're not needed. Mm-hmm. But what I do need is somebody who will think about something differently than mm-hmm. I think, who, who will do something differently than what I would think or mm-hmm. what I would do. Because it's that difference. Although I might not like it, mm-hmm. if I learn to appreciate it and use it and capitalize off of it, that difference is what's going to uh, be a benefit to me to help push me or propel me to that next level. That's good. I really don't need someone that's the same as me. I need someone that is different that's good. than me. And so you and I have that great balance because although we are so much alike. We're so much alike. Our but differences yet. are very different. <laughs> very different. Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. I think, and I think that's very critical to appreciate. I guess that's what I'm pulling out of this, to appreciate differences. Mm-hmm. I think that's very critical um, especially in partnership and relationship, because maybe subconsciously that may be my something that helped you know attract me to you, vice versa. Who knows? I don't know. But there, we gotta learn that when we came into this relationship together, there's something that brought us together, and we weren't coming together to destroy each other, right? We came right. together to do something, to uh, produce something that we couldn't produce on our own, mm-hmm. and um, it, it's it's critical because so many couples clash um, over trivial things. Let's talk about that. What are some things that you you find people uh, uh, trip over that maybe they can do some things to maybe um, get over that a little bit easier? Like, 
in, in a relationship or a marriage? Well, kind of even just going back to what we were talking about earlier about just the whole typical roles and yeah. thinking about. So, you know, people, you know, obviously finances are, are a big thing that people typically, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, clash over. Right. And it can be something as simple as, you know, because people think, oh, because I'm the woman, mm-hmm. I have to be the one who manages the finances. You mm-hmm. know, my husband goes out and. He brings mm-hmm. home the bread, and then I'm the one who has to manage it all. Mm-hmm. Well, well, what if you're a, a wife who has never been taught how to manage finances? Mm-hmm. Or what if you are just fed out bad with it? You just don't, you know, balance. You, you're not a numbers person. You don't balance checkbooks and mm-hmm. or look at your bank statements. Mm-hmm. You know, you forgot. You know, you don't have time to keep, you know, it's the electric due today. So, you know. You're just not a, a financial person. Mm-hmm. So should you continue to go down that road? <laughs> uh, you know, because you get this the lights is what, cut off. Right, because this is what I am quote unquote supposed to do. So should we as a couple continue to go down that path? Well, I you know, God forbid. Yeah. You yeah. know, no, no, you should not. What mm-hmm. you should do is come back to the table, mm-hmm. put all of the responsibilities still back in the bucket because they obviously have to get done. Mm-hmm. And then let's readjust who actually handles what. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter about roles. Mm -hmm. So um, it literally matters about this is what I am good at. Mm -hmm. This is what I am not. Mm -hmm. Hey, or which one of us is even better at this? I think that's a critical, I think in our, especially like in our case, like I have a background Mm -hmm. in in banking, finance, all that kind of stuff. So ideally in my pride, I could be like, I want to run everything in this house when it comes to finance. I want to do that. I could raise my hand because of my quote-unquote background but guess what who's a beast at finance you are right you're way better than me <laughs> and um my pride might want to be like no i got it but the truth of the matter is this is one of those moments of self-assessment that i thought i was somewhat good but my wife actually has <laughs> a little better gift i know we were doing some <laughs> what's funny is we were even working together like when we were doing investment things and stuff like that mm-hmm. which is funny to me because i'm thinking i'm supposed to know this you know i'm working in, <laughs> i'm not literally i didn't ran financial institutions per se right and i'm like man i can't figure this investment stuff out even just one shot you're like oh this is what you do you, you invest here you do <laughs> And it works. And I'll be stupid <laughs> if, if yours is yielding more results than maybe what I'm putting together. I'll be stupid to try to hold on to my pride or hold on to something when I just need to release the ranks, per se, and mm-hmm. or not even release the rank. Maybe I need you to help me figure that out. Mm-hmm. And so that self-assessment is, 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 is critical. Um, so have, you know, and, and, and maybe vice versa, let's flip on the other side possibly. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have been, let's just say, I'm not saying this is the case in our case, but mm-hmm. you may have been cooking for years. Right. And then all of a sudden, you know, I may come along, but I have a, a, a desire to want to do this. And I, I like to have a certain, and, and you don't really have the desire to want to go to the grocery store and do all this and the why would you fight to say, well, I've been cooking for years. You know what? And, and we can say, let's just say, but the bottom line is that is the truth in our household. <laughs> so the, the truth in our household is I don't like going grocery shopping. Yeah, right. I absolutely hate to go to the grocery <laughs> store. I would rather almost do just about anything than go to the grocery store. Until we find, well, on a side note, I'm glad they bring groceries. <laughs> Until we find you. out that, oh my goodness, I can like go, go to an app. <laughs> 
And they were bringing me the groceries. <laughs> so yeah, until I realized that, I mean, my life was just like, man, I got that's a, yeah, a, that's a I got to work myself yeah. up to go to the grocery store. <laughs> Meanwhile, I have a husband here who thinks who feels like going to the grocery store is an outing. But now I mean, he thinks that that's a it's wonderful an outing. Thing. But now it's being challenged with you, like you just described with the, 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 with the right. app, because truthfully, they they do save us so much time. They save us so and much I, time. And I'm like, man, I won't have no. Here's again, I got to analyze this again. I don't got no significance no more. Well, no, you actually do. You actually, because sometimes they mess up. <laughs> they mess up. Where my husband, I know if I send you, it's gonna be right. I'm gonna get the so right meat. You're gonna meat, get right? the okay. right, All right. meat. All right. I know yeah. I can trust you to to do what you need to do at the. But in the event store. that I can't. But in the event that we can't, I can't pull up the app. But but no, yes. but typically what? Typically that yes. is a woman's role. Yeah. Now, why should I go out here and stress myself <laughs> out at the grocery store when I have a husband that literally looks at this as an Audi? You, I have noticed that you find reasons to go to the grocery yeah, store. Well. <laughs> I mean, I don't like Shirai. We have that. Or Shirai, we don't need that. But I'm just going to go I'm to trying the, to prepare us when, the, when that season go. run out. I might need some new seasoning and ready that, to go. And you know what? Huh? And I have learned to allow you to just do, do your thing. Do your thing at the grocery store. But And even going to cooking. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I felt like in the beginning, I was doing all the cooking, mm-hmm. cooking every single day, all that good, great stuff in the beginning. And mm-hmm. I thought I was sweet. Mm-hmm. I thought I was real sweet until that one time I asked you to cook something and you cooked it. I'm like, now, wait a minute. Look here. Here. What she did was I was seeking for. Uh, <laughs> I was, I was, like, now, I was seeking for something. And she was able to. Oh, honey, you did a really good job uh, for it. I was like, let me do it again. <laughs> I literally you cooked so something not every one time. Then. I've been cooking. Because my husband is the bomb cook. And then I had to think about it. Now, wait a minute. You know what? Now that I think about it, most chefs that we see on TV and all of that, well, even in it. restaurants, they are men. Why am I suffering? She going deep down Why am I suffering in here cooking, struggling? The truth when this comes natural to my wonderful husband, who is an amazing so, cook. I hope all the wives and women are listening. My wife is giving you game on how to keep your husband in the kitchen. If, if that's what he's been doing, let him know that he's doing a great job and he'll continue to cook because it's been working. But <laughs> but the truth of the matter is we, we really want to bring that perspective that uh, every household, you know, I know, I don't know where, you know, there's some things that are golden and we do need to look at from a traditional standpoint. Don't get me wrong mm-hmm. um, when it comes to households and families and whatever that may be. I, I get it. But we somewhere along the line have gotten to a place where we have missed or um, not really fully defined these type of things that are not as crit- critical to a relationship that sometimes we make more critical or more uh, bigger than it needs to be when the truth of the matter is we need to make the adjustments accordingly that these are these are non-negotiables, right? These right. Not, I should say non-negotiable. What's the word I'm going to say? These aren't that critical. Right. These aren't that critical. There right. are some things, you know, I will say that we'll say, hey, this is what you're responsible for. And, mm-hmm. and, 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 the, and the wife is responsible for X, Y, and Z. And we'll leave that up to you and your household and what you interpret in those principles. But some of the stuff that we find that some of us are fighting over, not that it's not that serious. It ain't biblical. It ain't this. It ain't it's that. Not. It's minor stuff. I know even when it comes to, you know, um, maybe caring for children, you know, mm-hmm. um, I know, you know, one person might be feeling overwhelmed and, and look like the other person ain't doing X, Y, and Z. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When the truth of the matter is um, the other person might be doing uh, like you said, a whole range of things that allow you allow the other person to do this, and some sometimes we got to take a step back and understand 
this person ain't really trying to set me up to fail. We just trying to make this make this household work. We're just trying, We're to, just make trying to make this partnership work, work right? right? Right. And and I, I mean, it's it's just the 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 minor things that we see um, people fight over is 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 funny to me sometimes. Yeah, and just think about it like a business. Yeah. I mean, um, even in a, in a, in a business, <clears throat> everyone can't have the same business. Hmm. Okay, if That's we true. had the same business, there would be a whole lot of black out here. Yep. So your relationship That's is good. literally just like the businesses and the establishments that yep. we see. They have to be they different. Have to, yeah. So you have to have a McDonald's and a Burger King yeah. and a Wendy's. They all make hamburgers. Yep. They all make you know patties. They all come on a bun, but everybody's hamburger and bun is different, mm. and that's okay. And we have all throughout some point time in life have enjoyed them all. Yep. But it's all different. So mm. everyone. So yes, you have you know your your household, but it's gonna be different, and and be okay with that difference. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. yeah. You dropping you dropping nuggets up in here. <laughs> So, so adjusting together, you know, we, I think we touched on this a little early. I don't know if we did or not, but you know, along the way is you start off these journeys, uh, looking at the relationship going a certain direction. Um, things come up, it goes a different direction. Um, you've talked about how you stay grounded in those times. Um, the truth of the matter is how do you, what do you put in place, um, that people don't get lost in two visions colliding per se, right? How do you come into a relationship? One person has a vision. The other person has a vision. How do you keep that from colliding? How do we still allow everybody to fulfill visions or, you know, things like that, that may be uniquely different. How do we get that to happen? Well, first you can't have a relationship or a marriage with two different visions. Okay. So that's the first problem, actually. It's a problem. That's yeah. actually okay. a problem. Okay. Um, because, I mean, the Bible is very simple and clear. I mean, how can two walk together mm. unless they agree? So you first have to agree on the a vision. Mm-hmm. Now, not saying that the other vision, the other person's vision has to be cast away, mm-hmm. but we can only, we need to be working on this vision. And mm-hmm. then maybe once we bring this to pass, mm-hmm. let's go and work on this we vision. But we both can't be working on two separate visions, supposedly <laughs> together, because that obviously is not going to work. Mm. Um, so that's the first thing. Okay. And so once we decide what vision we're working on together mm-hmm. as a couple, mm-hmm. um, we, we come to the table, we, we put our ideas together, we put our thoughts together, mm-hmm. and again, it goes back to those roles. I mean, because you, like we were, you know, kind of conversing just the other day, you can have two powerhouses. Yeah. And we have seen examples, um, even in our present day, of ah, powerhouses. Yeah. And so, just because you're powerhouses doesn't mean that... Um, I have to take a back seat. Yeah. It just means that at one moment I might be shining a little bit brighter than you, Mm -hmm. but at another moment you're going to shine a little bit brighter than me, Mm -hmm. but I shouldn't have to dim my light so that you can shine and vice versa. Mm -hmm. It's just knowing when to step back Mm -hmm. and knowing which one to put out front um, when necessary, Mm -hmm. but you can have two powerhouses working on the same vision to bring it to pass. Mm. So it's not like one person has to, you know, be less than. Right. But have your power, do your thing as right. a couple. And and again, you don't have to let go of your dream and of your vision. But if you're coming together to work on something, 
you can't come together to work on two different things. You have to be on the same page. That's that's critical. Yeah, you have to be on the same page. That's critical. Even if it's on the same page that we're going to both build, maybe we're going to both build mm-hmm. um, something, but I don't know how you can build two different things <laughs> together, <laughs> separately, right. but we're doing it together. Like, I don't understand that. Okay. Okay. Does that make sense? Of it what does I'm make saying? sense. So okay. you, at at some point, you're on a to me, it feels like you're on a journey together, mm-hmm. and so yes, we you we may do this vision at this point, right? Mm-hmm. But right now, we're going to do this, right? Is that what you're saying? And then at some point, we may do that if that's that, and we you know go on along the way. Mm-hmm. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, that's what we're saying okay. because your original question was basically how can two people have two visions and work on two visions mm-hmm. together. And my thought is you need to actually first decide on what vision you're working on. And how this, because if I yeah. come to the marriage and I have a concept, here it is right here. Yeah. If I'm coming to the marriage and I have a concept of what our marriage is mm-hmm. and you're coming to the marriage and you have a concept of what marriage is, mm-hmm. we first have to come together and make sure and we, figure out how we can make this what concept, concept <laughs> we're going to have because yep. we, I can't come with my vision of what the marriage is <laughs> and you can't come with your vision of what yeah. marriage is. And we both run with that, right. with that vision. And never, That's not going to work because we're never going to connect. We're right. never going to be one. Right. And in order for us to be one, we have to come to the table and say, this is what our vision is going to be for marriage. Or this is what our vision is going to be for our business. This is what our vision is going to be for our family and for our children. You have to come together with one vision. Mm. Now, if you're talking about businesses and you're going to do businesses together as a couple, mm-hmm. then this is what our vision is going to be for this business. And then you can figure out this is what our vision will be for this business. But you can't come to the table and work on one thing with two different visions because it won't work. That's good. That's good. That's good. Well, how do you, you, you I'm going to pull on your little counseling uh, degree okay. that we're going we're gonna to dust that off. Yeah, it's dusty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being funny, but um, so how, how would you work to couples? How would you steer couples that may find themselves in that predicament where you, as you may, you may see them having this, uh, well, maybe they haven't had the conversation or the discussion. How do you get them to see that this is necessary in order for them to be successful, like to come together or to, to have one thing? How do you do that? Is that possible? Or do well, we just throw them away? Well, no. Well, you don't throw anything or anybody <laughs> away. Um but in order to get them to see that, again, you have to ask them, what is their vision? Mm-hmm. And maybe it's even a matter of having them write down the vision. Mm-hmm. And then once they write down the vision, the things that are similar, mm-hmm. let's keep those. Let's yeah, bring those together. things together. That's good. And then the things that are different. Okay, yeah. now let's talk about those differences. Right. And let's see out of those differences yeah. what we can actually meet each other halfway with so that we can also bring those things to the pot. Because it's those Look at differences. You. Look at well, you. Then, also, that really, you really did get a little counseling background, I, I really huh? That was good. Yes, I know. I know you came in on the end part of the school. I really did go to school. That's good. That's and good. And so we need to look at those differences. Yeah. Because sometimes those differences yeah. are, even though we find them to be um, hard or difficult, are sometimes things that are actually needed. Mm. So, and we may might, need to pull on this at a different point. We might need to pull on at a different point, but they yeah. actually might be needed yeah. because, again, that's it's the differences that's what's going to actually push you together. Because there's sometimes 
you there's a difference or an opposite in your partner yes. that you might not even know that you need. Wow. So you might have to pull on that difference, but it's a matter of getting those differences out in the open yeah. and discussed and talked about. And let's see how we can leverage those yeah. differences because we might have to also bring those into the pot. And so what we, what you're saying, I love this. It doesn't, it doesn't matter that you have a difference. Let's get it Absolute, out. Like absolutely. you said, let's, let's get, get it out. out. Let's discuss it. I, you know, you feel this way. Mm-hmm. I feel that way. Let's get that out. Mm-hmm. But like you said, let's see. There may be somewhere in this puzzle, going back to the puzzle, mm-hmm. where these things really actually, they actually come work together. together. Right. Oh, and we good. might not even know it because we, we might just mm-hmm. be we're so busy looking for the similarities mm. that we don't always appreciate the differences. But the differences is the thing that you actually need. Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. And, I, you know, we, we've been on this, the, these different uh, differences when, when it comes to personalities and stuff like that. And you probably have bear with me as I've been trying to get through all of these different uh, type of personalities that we come across. So much so, I, I, I have this book. What's your favorite book cover <laughs> title? <laughs> this is funny. What's no, your favorite? Is embarrassing, <laughs> my favorite book cover that is actually on my bike <laughs> is surround, I'm Surrounded by Idiots. <laughs> Which is a very good That's book. <laughs> very good book but uh what that book is is really it's one of the things that i do um when i have an opportunity is i do talk to people about their different personalities uh we have people that are bottom line result oriented people and we we understand those individuals we have people that are very people oriented uh, outgoing relationship focused people we have people that are a little more reserved but loyal uh, able to support people and then we also have people that are more, more detail-oriented and can get through things. And what we find from time to time, just talking to partnerships and businesses or in relationships, understanding things simple like that. Now, we, we're just kind of just kind of giving you a framework of sometimes you can discover some surface things by talking about um, those uh, elements of individuals' personalities. But it helps you ultimately, going back to that book title, which says, I'm surrounded by idiots. Because sometimes when you're working, you see things just your way, right? But the truth of the matter is there are other people and you think of them because they're different than you. We think of them as an idiot. <laughs> they're per se. Right, I, I'm right, being, because it's completely different than you. Mm-hmm. And we even find that in our, we get in our relationship. This person is so different from me. But the truth of the matter is it's not that they're different from you. They have a different way of doing things, right? Mm-hmm. But ultimately, those ways of doing things may ultimately be like how you describe mm-hmm. some things that may be useful when coming together to get things done. Mm-hmm. You may even find, um, right, like, right, let's take, for example, right now, you guys see me uh, doing a lot of this type of work and out here trying to do that. But um, sometimes I, I miss details, right? My wife has a gift that she likes to make sure things are detailed. Now, sometimes I throw stuff out here and it ain't together. And she, she helps identify <laughs> uh, per se, but that's a gift. Now, me personally, I get upset, not upset, but I'm like, why is she picking at it? But it's not a pick. It's really designed to what? To it's help. To help. It's to it's help. To better. Yeah. Right. And when she does help and makes those tweaks, I see the results mm-hmm. that I'm like, oh, that was the missing element. <laughs> that was this that I didn't get. 
And but I'm here cringing when I she points it out. But yet and still is making me get better. Mm-hmm. Right. Not only am I getting better, but it's also helping me point out my blind spots. Right. And so in a relationship partnership, people need to your gift should cover my blind spot. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, that's good. My gift should cover your blind spot. Mm-hmm. Now, I broke it down in that generic way. That's not, it's not all encompassed to that. It's beyond that. But that just gives you a framework of how people are different, per se. Mm-hmm. You may be wondering why this person is so bottom line, matter of fact type of person. You need an element of matter of fact in your life. You need an element of bottom line, get it done in your life. Everything can't be all about people, people, people all the time. There's a balance to it all. And so we have to appreciate, going back to that puzzle, we have to appreciate each other in, in, in working together to make things happen. I, I, how does that sound? Does that sound pretty good? No, that's actually um, right. And I specifically like when you said we have to cover each other's blind spots. Yeah. Because I do think, I mean, not just you, we all do. I know I do. Mm-hmm. You know, when someone's pointing something out about, you know, something that you're inadequate at or something yeah. that you miss or whatever, we all tend to cringe or we all tend to feel like, you know, oh, why did you do that? And, mm-hmm. you know, you're being negative. Yeah. Or we tend to take it more personal when in actuality it's not personal at, at all. all. As a matter of fact, it's, um, it's really just love because the truth of the matter is you love me enough to not have me out here, you know, <laughs> just completely wrong. Right. Like... <laughs> when when I when you when you know that I could do better, yeah. when you know that I could be better, you love me enough to point out, you know, things that I could be doing that is going to enhance me. So that's really what it is. But it's a matter of perspective, mm-hmm. and it's a matter of being able to change that perspective instead of cringing and thinking that you're out to get me. Mm-hmm. Look at it more as you're really trying to help me. That's good. Which is what a partner is for. That's good. That's good. Well, I think we've we've talked quite a bit. So I, what I don't want to do is I don't want to have you guys listen because we, we can talk now that I got her going. We can talk on. <laughs> now she really doesn't talk this much, <laughs> but we could go all night um, because there's so many aspects of it, and we may need to come back and and do some more of this. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at her cringing. Uh, but I think this is value added. I mean, today was just a teaser on some of the things that we could share and some insights. I'm not saying that we know it all. We're not saying that. Absolutely. But these are conversations that we can uh, help us all think about, right? Because these are what we all are dealing with. And and what COVID has showed all of us is expose a lot of these things that we don't, that go unchecked. I know right now COVID has us both in the house right now, right? And we're, we're seeing each other on a more regular basis. So if we don't address this, we'd be in here at each other, right? Mm-hmm. right. <laughs> but in the the fact that we're able to know um, our, ourselves first and then able to adjust and know our, our spouse enough and make the adjustments around our each other, I think is beneficial, especially in these times where we have to be close. What'd you say? Absolutely, but I will say uh, being close with you is easy. Oh wow! Look at that! Yeah, Look at her. She's trying to she's trying to get her a few little points here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we <laughs> wow. So sweet. Yes. So um, wow, wow. That's good. Thank you, sweetie. Appreciate that. <laughs> so before we get out of here, like I said, um, as you can see, my wife is wearing the gear. I'm I'm talking about something I want y'all to know. 
I'm dripping fresh oil. I'll just leave that to you, what you, your imagination of what that's supposed to mean. But I'm dripping fresh oil out here. But um, these uh, items is on the website if you deem that you want to get it. We also are coming uh, real soon uh, with the um, face mask. I hope you can see that. There's a lot of things that we're building together yes. that we're trying to take out on the streets, right? That's so uh, this is all found on the website. Again, if you have not already subscribed to this podcast or to this YouTube channel, we please encourage you to do that uh, and help us share the word. Um, is there anything you want to share before we get out of here, before we close up tonight? I don't think so. I think we um, I think we pretty much covered it. Um, the only last thing that I, I guess what I believe with the people is to just not take yourselves for granted. Mm. Um you know, see each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and when I say see each other, I mean actually see each other. Yes. And benefit from everything that your partner is. That's good. Wow. Mm-hmm. Look at us dropping, dropping nuggets all around. <laughs> well, until the next time, we're glad that you listened. We're glad you made it to this point in the podcast or this point in the YouTube show. Uh, please, again, do those things that we ask. Subscribe, share, like, comment, do it all. Until the next time, this is Behind the Grind. We'll